Hello, welcome to the podcast. It's our first episode of Brother Who Art Thou. I'm Reese, And I'm Lou. So, first episode of the podcast. Basic, simple thing. Uh, what have we learned in the last two months since isolation? Isolation, uh, quarantine. You go first. I learned quite a lot, to be fair. Quite a lot about myself. Go on, then. So, I'm used to working six days a week. And now I've been given time to just do whatever I want. Bear in mind, you can only leave the house a little bit. And it's interesting, you get to know people really well when you have to spend time with them. It's like the Big Brother house. Is that the the TV programme? Yeah, when you're stuck in a house with people literally for weeks until you're voted out. Yeah, I guess it's it's like that. But we can't leave. Yeah, except for exercise. Yeah, always. It's interesting, because the things that piss you off about people piss you off even more. It's magnified. Yeah. And then you learn stuff that you just didn't know about who you live with. Go on, and what's something that you've learned about me and something that you've, that's magnified? Go on. The big one would be you sleep at ridiculous times. Yeah, but that's because we're in this situation. Otherwise, I wouldn't. I think your sleep's pretty, pretty fucked. It is pretty fucked. But I, as long as I'm up between 10 and 12 in that time down on the usual day, I'm happy. Because I don't get much sleep. I don't want to be up at like 8 o'clock in the morning or 9 because I think it's a waste of time for me. Between 10 and 12, I feel good. If it's after 12, I just feel guilty. Yes, that is odd. That's weird. That's not normal. I think it's, yeah. That's very weird. And then the other thing was, I discovered that you are proper into dancing. Yeah. Not doing it. Because I can't do it. you're a proper, um, how would you say it? Uh, You've got a thing for it. You love watching it. And I didn't realise that. Same as when you... Found out I liked Don't Flop like years ago. Yeah, stuff like that. I go, you sat there for like an hour and a half showing these are my favourite dancers from this studio, this studio, and this is the routine I like. Like, I had no idea you was into that. Well, in fairness, I don't know that many. I know a few, and then there's some I follow online stuff. I I find it really interesting. Yeah, but I didn't know that you was interested in that. That was an interesting one. That's one of the weird ones a lot of people probably don't know about. I really like that stuff. Yeah, that's took me by surprise. Yeah, like, Bear in mind, I live with yeah, yeah. But you're like you said, you're often working, so you don't see me that often. Yeah. It's usually on weekends. On weekends, you do stuff, and weekends, I'm usually working. Yeah, that was that was. Uh... I say this is probably the most time we've had together. Probably a few years ago, we had like some time together when you was off work for a, week, a while, and I had less stuff to do. Yeah, that would have been off season, I think. Yeah, would have been off season, yeah. and I'd spend more time around the house. Yeah, and. Apart from that, we don't spend that much time together. We we just like chill out in the evening sometimes, but usually you're tired from work and you just want to spend time with Carly. So we don't. Yeah, we I'm don't... like a get up and it's dark, work all day, get home and it's dark, eat, sleep. Yeah, I feel like that's my life for about ten months of the year. I feel like I do. We didn't. We haven't done in years. Is we just gone to go um, to the driving range and just play golf for like a. Like, yeah, minutes. but I fucking hate golf. Yeah, I'm not saying like, doing the, not it. doing the 19, 9, 18 holes. I'm saying just go to a driving range because driving yeah, range is fun. Uh, it's not the golf; it's the getting away thing. That I fucking hate golf. It is one boring bastard sport. I don't want to do the full nine holes. No, I don't want to do. We couldn't. Enough. We'd be there for fucking hours and hours and hours. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like we'd be revolting. Actually, I don't know. I'd probably be really bad. But I have not played golf since we were young, and we went with. I think last time it was dad or granddad. That was years ago. Yeah, when we was kids. Yeah. It's just a fucking irritating sport if you're not good at it. Like, I don't know anyone who shit and enjoys it. It's such a precision sport. I've, that's I why hate I like, golf in general. That's why I like the driving range. You just hit the fucking ball and see how far you can go it and just go, ah, good. 
I feel good about myself. Yeah, that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it, remind, do it. it reminds me of a, a quote from, a, I think it was Civil War. And um, Hawkeye goes into retirement pretty much. And the Vision asks, or Iron Man asks, says, why don't you go take up a sport or, or something like that? And they're about to find. He goes, played 18 rounds of golf, did 18 shots. It was over quick. Because <laughs> he just gets it all in one every fucking time. He doesn't have to play for very long. Yeah, because he's like the equivalent of Bullseye, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's the good guy, Bullseye. Oh, fuck off. Because <laughs> imagine playing like... Like you're playing pool with someone. You're like, this isn't fun because you know you're yeah, going to yeah. win. There's no point. There's literally yeah. no point. Like, oh, let's have a race with world's fastest man. Like, yeah, fuck this. I don't know how this is going to And he's just out. like sitting on his phone tweeting while you're already started running. He's like, oh, right. And just catches up to you. Yeah, like that kid from Incredibles. Yeah, pretty much Dash. Could beat your ass. Stuff that's, that's probably stuff I've realised about you. Like the dancing was... And the I really like the step-up films. Yeah, that's an extension of the dancing shit. Yeah. Like, you love the step-up films. I haven't Nothing seen... against them. It's just I didn't realise you loved them that much yeah I don't have any of them on DVD apart from the first one but we got that as like a family years ago but I love that film it's first and third yeah, on my, on my top you've got a real penchant for dance <laughs> dance sure. cinema but I've not seen the fifth one I'm not saying the latest one but I'll probably just see it randomly online or I'll pick up the DVD tube and get rid of it afterwards I'm not expecting great things about it and apparently it was a, I found out today there's actually a spin-off film in I think in Korea with a step-up title but it's set in Korea I don't know if there's any English speaking step in up it step-up Korea no, there was... I can't remember what it's called. It's like the way of something or another. And it's a spin-off for some reason. Yeah. You're like, on a fucking two-hour hole. What? You started putting me through Dope Flop stuff, but I haven't watched Dope Flop in Yeah, Battle years. Rapping, I went through a bit of a phase. I think... I think Battle Rapping... doing it, just watching it. Yeah, I think it's good. But I, when you see some of the dated stuff, after a while, I'm just... I kind of started to zone out a little bit. Because I, I don't... I did understand it more years ago. I don't understand some of it now. Like some of the terms and because they're saying some dated stuff as you well. You can't talk slang, bro. That's why. Probably not. No. Yeah, straight <laughs> enough. Huh? And, sh- and yeah, straight, straight enough. Ah, uh, that's probably true, actually. Yeah. So that's stuff about you that I've learned, which doesn't seem like massive, but it is a bit of a surprise to be. A, like I've known you most, of, well, obviously all of your <laughs> life, but yeah, most of mine. <laughs> I've been there for like ninety five percent of your life. You've been there for like hundred percent of mine. So that's nice. Yeah, you should Buffing. have been that five percent. That was good. Oh, your words cut deep, bro. <laughs> so, uh, so the annoying thing is the sleeping thing, which is yeah, not necessarily annoying. It's just a bit weird. Why is it weird? Like you sleep till two, three in the afternoon. Yeah, but I'm up for today. Like again, I was up at one o'clock today, but that's because I was already up at like seven. It doesn't count. You can't say you was up at one. No, because I was still in bed. I literally got up. Had a shower, set up my computer, was doing stuff, and I tried to force myself away. But then suddenly, I just get a like a wind of just being so tired, I can't keep my eyes open. And I'm like, oh, fuck it, and I just go back to bed. And that's why it doesn't count as I'm getting s- up then. But I was up for over an hour. I was up for an hour. If you get up and go for a piss, doesn't mean you're up. No, no, you I didn't. Sleep I got after. up, had a shower, made my bed, sat on my computer, was playing my game for a bit, looking up stuff online, and just I started to like drift off as I was playing my game. I was like, oh for fuck's sake! And I just went back to bed because I went tired. straight into a nap after a sleep. It was a nap. I went... That's weird. A coma. <laughs> I want you to admit that's weird. It is weird. I didn't say it was good. I'm just saying that's what happened. Yeah. Well, the whole question was, what have you learned? I've your fucking weird sleeper. Yeah. Like but... I don't sleep much, but that's fucking. It's weird. the only way I get my sleep, so I get my sleep, especially now because I don't have to be up to work or anything. So it's the best time to take advantage of it. It's going to fuck me over in the long game, but I'd rather have my yeah, sleep now. Yeah, it's going to be like going back after half term when we was at school. Yeah. 
It's gonna be horrid. Fucking hated that. Well, I fucking hated school in general, so. Yeah. Which is weird. That... I hate school, but I love. I liked college and I loved uni. Weird. Yeah, you get more freedom as you go up, though, don't you? Yeah, I can choice if You're I don't want to go in or to not. Go. No, you still get letters home if you don't attend, which I think is still dog shit. Because like in my second year of uni, a bunch of the, so many students got letters home to their parents because this whole thing. It's with... probably not addressed to the parents, mate. They're fucking adults, so mm. it's letters to their home address, not mummy and daddy. Well, I don't your know. Son's I, not I never turned up to uni. I never got one, so I don't know. Yeah, that's that's not that. Yeah, but my tenure still wasn't high, but it's because two of the teachers were like in bickering, and it was like one of those automated systems where you tag in with like your ID badge. And one had a registered room, but it wasn't the room we were actually in. And then he was saying he was arguing with it, with her about it. But everyone else was getting a shit attendance. Like everyone, even the ones that were getting like in every time without fail, getting first levels and they're getting letters home. So everyone it. on your course would have failed because of shitty attendance. Like they weren't doing the register properly at uni. Yeah, pretty much. But my attendance was expected to be low because my second year... To be year... fair, if you, can, if you don't turn up and you pass your exams, that goes to show you the quality of what you're actually fucking doing. But we had students in our in our class that didn't show up, but they were still getting high marks because they were busy working and doing side bits. Yeah, but that makes sense. Like if you if you don't need the material and you turn up and do the exam, well, you get sent it and you still pass. You get sent the material anyway. Like the lecture notes always put online, so you can always look it up and everything. Yeah, like. But I find it better being there. But that's I'm not a very good. I like things explained to me, then I can understand it better because I'm not very good at reading everything and just getting it through my head. I'm very um. I don't know how to really say it. Like, I'm not very... I'm more thick. practical. Yeah, I'm very thick. <laughs> you was a dumbass. <laughs> I am a dumbass. <laughs> tell me simple. But like, if you tell me, uh, like, I want you to do this and this and this, but if you just write down, like, brief points, I'm like, got you. Okay, yeah, I... but that's everyone, mate. No one likes a long-winded story. Just tell me what to do, call, I'll do it. Yeah, that's just human. No, but, but it's... Don't give me the labour pain, It's not. Even, give me the fucking Even I've gone with my manager, he said, I want you to do this and this, like... So I know this um, This is really irritating, but can you just show me what you want me to do? Just bring me on the floor and show me what job you want me to do. And he just says this, like this here, that there. Like, right, yeah, I get it. It's so much fucking simpler now. It's hard for me to... I don't. I think I've got issues with understanding oh, you've words. you've clearly got fucking issues. Oh, I know that. Least of all that sleep shit. Stop bringing up my sleep shit. Leave it it's alone. Weird, You're just jealous because I'm getting more sleep than you, it's which is weird. rare. It's weird. Yeah. But yours is in the middle of the fucking day. Yeah, because I don't sleep during the night. If I'm not sleeping at night, I sleep during the day because that's the only time left. Yeah, I'm just saying you're fucking freak. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I love the brotherly right, end of. End of. You sleep like Batman. He doesn't sleep. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> only come out at night. <laughs> that is actually true. I'm a I'm more of a night owl. Yeah, no shit. But that helped when I was doing bar work, so I found that a good thing. Fuck bar work. Yeah. It's weird because when you're young, you wake up really early. Like when people first have kids, they get up at like 5am and want everyone up oh, with them, but they fall asleep early. Yeah. When you go through puberty, hormonally, you actually set up to wake up later. It's not like all of a sudden people turn 13 or whenever they start going through puberty and all of a sudden, oh, they're lazy now. They're actually body set up to stay awake later, wake up later. You also made... Your- you kind of told not to endorse it and make sure they like fight it. So when they get to the point yeah. they can, they they know not to do it. Yeah, but mm, yeah, but their body, their biology wants them to go to bed at a different time. Like we socially, we have to go to school and be there at nine. But a teenager's body is not necessarily set up for that. And then as you get older, you naturally find it easier to wake up earlier. Anyway, you should be conditioned for it. Yeah, well, your body is in a position where it's actually going to go to sleep and follow 
the pattern or the regular norms of life. Yeah. Like a teenager that doesn't think about it. Not every teenager can't just suddenly get lazy. They actually, all right, their body's actually going, well, I need to sleep in later. I need to go to bed later. And that's where my body's going to function. I find it weird, actually surprising that as I've gotten older, I've realised how many people take naps when they're older, like during the day, just because of how tired they are. Yeah. So again, everyone's got their own like way of doing that. Like, I can't nap. Mine's like a fucking sleep. If I'm going to sleep less than two hours, it's... I feel horrid. Yeah, there's, time, there's times at night when I've I've gone to... I've actually tried to go to bed, and I've only slept for an hour, and then I've woken up, and then I'm up for another, like, four hours before my body goes... Yeah, right, I'll sleep now. Yeah, napping's a very weird thing for some people. Yeah. I can't do the half hour and then feel great. Shit. I, I don't like napping in the day because then I will not sleep at night. Yeah. Other than that, eating has changed for me. I think everyone goes through that phase where they first started this isolation and they're eating like a fucking pig. I think people still fucking eat like fat as fuck. So now I have like two meals a day. I don't eat until about one in the afternoon, two in the afternoon. Before that, I'll have like water, maybe a coffee. Then I have like a breakfast slash lunch and then a dinner at night and then I'm fine. Because I'm just sitting around. I ain't doing nothing. I have to skip lunch. I don't see a point in it. Like Because the time I'm waking up as well, I don't see the point. I'll just Yeah, have you dinner. fucking miss lunch, mate. Yeah. Mate, uh, you're about three I, hours late for that. But I don't eat breakfast either. No wonder you're skipping it. You're not fucking conscious. But I don't eat breakfast either. I skip breakfast. I don't really... Yeah, because I... you ain't awake. I am awake. It doesn't count, oh, I skip this meal or I don't take this meal because you're fucking asleep. I'm always up early in the morning, but I don't ever have breakfast. I don't, even when I was out. Because you're due a nap within an hour. (laughs) Even when I go to work, I don't have breakfast. I don't see much of a point unless I know I'm not going to have food or I'm not going to get out of work or have a lunch break for a long portion of the day. Then I'll have a breakfast, which is usually just like a sausage roll from Greg's. Because I don't. Big up Greg's. Big up Greg's. (laughs) Love me them sausage rolls. I do miss Greg's. You ever tried the vegan sausage roll? <laughs> I've never tried a vegan dish, mate. I'm not paying money for a vegan dish. It's, it's not bad. At I, I, there's been times when I've gone around someone's house for dinner and they've made vegan or vegetarian and they've not told me. Probably wouldn't have shown up if they told me. <laughs> but now that I have, I'm like, mmm. I don't mind it. And then I'm out there, I'm like, I'm fucking starving. I'm going to go McDonald's. Or KFC? Yeah, KFC is the one as well. Yeah, yeah. Your sleep's weird. What else have I learned? My eating, two meals a day is enough. Well, you exercise almost every day. Yeah, now I do. Because my job, if I want to exercise, I'm either staying an extra hour after like 11 hours or I have to get in earlier. So I'll be end up getting up before six just to do it. Yeah, and then I'll hang around the gym all day. Yeah, like, there's an advantage of your job though because you've got that nice meal as well that's already paid for, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, food at work. Yeah. yeah, food at work. You've got a shower. You've got everything at work. Yeah, prepared, I like don't you? It's just the drive that's annoying. It's interesting. And that's probably a good thing that I only eat two meals a day because I'm only paying for an extra meal. If I was eating breakfast and lunch, a proper be squeezed on the old finance so I'm not used to doing it I'm used to getting breakfast and lunch and snacks in between and coffee machine and now I've got to pay for it yeah you don't get cost too much it. either cost is like a maybe something on the weekend if you go out yeah because I barely I, go you tell you what I do miss going out as an experience so like me and Carly our thing to do is the food tours yeah go around to six seven different gaffes get a meal or a starter or something or a dessert and just Pick do and, that. Pick and choose. That's that's what I'd say for people. If you listen, as a little date with your other half, going out on a food tour, take twenty quid out from a cash machine, and just go get one little thing from lots of different places. Like go Wagamama, get a chicken toriyagi, go um, Turtle Bay, get like a jerk salmon, go to a little bakery, get something from there, 
go to here get a little latte it's the one it's proper good yeah we did that one yeah, point before that. i went to the gym we went you showed you showed me a thai curries which I never oh, mate, i can't believe you never had thai food well i've just never been in a situation where i, where I do it's, it's ridiculous because I, I also want to try korean barbecue because i thought that's meant to be really good korean barbecue is the nuts yeah i would like to try korean barbecue I'm, I'm actually quite open to what foods i try that's not the problem just having people to actually go and try the food with me did you have this sicilian with us uh where was where was that that's around the corner no i don't think i did no that's that's the shit as well but we had Sicilian that cafe. and we went to like a bakery stall and i've seen their brownies like for years and i've never had one. Oh, mate tremendous and the brownie was very we got nice. you one yeah i know yeah, that's yeah, what i'm saying the that's brownie was really good and then we went to that yeah. coffee thing at the end that you like yeah more than coffee company but then i went to the gym we after and then but it was still really nice i must have man curry is the one bro i would like to go around camden and try more of their food oh camden's naughty I could spunk 100 quid in there easy on food. Yeah. But I, I liked Camden, but I've never really tried much of their food. Just because the who I've been with at the time has been funny with food. So I want to go you back You need to there. stop hanging out with these weirdos. I want to go back there and have some, actually try more of their you food. You need to limit the amount of people in your life that are funny <laughs> with food. You're going to miss out on a lot of shit because some dickheads don't like eating. Yeah. I, I just generally would like to try more food. I genuinely would like to try it. But so far, my favourite is a chicken katsu curry. That and pie mash are my top two favourite foods. It's pretty polarised, that one. I know. It's different, <laughs> But it? I've had the katsu curry like three times after each other in the same week. We've got to go Wagamama. I love Wagamama. I've been Wagamama. I like that. I think curries. you like... Oh, no, you won't like that. I don't mind spicy food. I'm thinking like a ramen or a steak bulgogi. I'll try it. Yeah, oh, it's no, tremendous. It's steak... Mm, just... Oh, you ain't a meat eater, though. It's no I'm a meat point. eater. I just... I don't... I'm not... Mate, you have like two tiny bits of chicken. That's not meat eater. Two tiny It's a token bits. gesture. I don't... that. It sounds bad, but I don't like steak. I've tried different steaks. I don't like it. I just don't like the texture. Get your chicken dish then, mate. Yeah, I've they chicken. do katsu curry if you're going to be safe about it. I've been. I've had the chicken. But you like a masa man now in a Thai food. Yeah, I like masa man. And that's true. And I want to try. What's the other one you told me about? Is it a red curry? Yeah, red curry's not usually here. People make green curry because it's quite mild. Yeah. But red curry's better. It's got a little bit more kick to it, but it's naughty. Yeah, like the color. I don't mind spicy stuff. That doesn't bother me. Yeah, it's nice. Red curry over green, I'd say. Like when I go Nando's, it's either a medium or a hot, depending on how I feel at the day. Yeah. Then we'll jump you up a level to a pad tire. There's levels <laughs> to this. There's, le- there's levels to a Thai curry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Thai curries. Okay, yeah, I'll try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if we like, you got one higher up and I've got one below, I'll try some of yours and go, like, yeah, I'll have that. I'll do yeah, that. It's nice. It's yeah. nice. Now you've had Thai food. Yeah, I like And it. that's a real place as well. Not like a chain. That's like a... That's family owned. Yeah. Got 17 family members in the kitchen. <laughs> Kids drawing crayons in the front. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's real. I love that you're saying that's real. There's only like three people in that kitchen. Nah, there's like at least seven. So and like... it's a tiny kitchen. Yeah, it does look like a real tiny kitchen. Family owned. But they make it work. It's the one. Did they work with the one round the corner? What one round the corner? Because there's that other, like a noodle bar literally to the side of it. Yeah, that's not tight. No, that's not tight, but do they work? Because it looked like somebody was going between the two. Or am I just being dumb? I couldn't answer that. Okay. <laughs> you don't know them personally. No, but we've got to try the Sicilian cafe next. Can you show me the Sicilian cafe? That's the one. bollocks. I've tried Greek food and I didn't really click with that. Greek food? I think so. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, Greek I had food. Lebanese food, not a fan. I tried, I can't remember what it is I had. I tried it, I didn't really like it that much. It depends on the dish, though. I can't remember what it You was. can't just say, oh, this country's. I'm not, I'm not saying really that. Like I'd happily try it again. Because like I've had, I've tried. I went to the Turtle Bay opening night because of where I work. We luckily got it in for free, so I tried some of their dishes. I tried duck. It was good. I tried lamb. It was good. I tried goat. That was fucking good. Yeah, man. Everything in Turtle Bay is the shit. Yeah, and this was like little platters and stuff. It's nice. I love Caribbean food. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd like to more than I thought I would. I was very surprised. It's naughty. It's yeah. really naughty. I'd I'd happily go. You'd like it. the Sicilian, like the Italian place. Yeah, take me there and I'll go. Fuck yeah, we will. <laughs> so yeah. everything gets sorted out. Yeah, once this isolation's done, we're going on a little food tour. I'd love to do a little food. Yeah. I'd like to go to like a food festival. Never been. Oh mate, food festivals are a joke. I'd love to try a food festival. Oh, lovely. I've been to a beer festival a few times. But I like a food festival more. That's more my thing. Well, to be fair, when you go to those sort of festivals, even like a music festival can be like a food festival. Yeah, I know. You get the different stalls in that. But when it's yeah. but with food festival, you know you're getting something different of all kinds. With like a music festival, it's usually just overpriced chips and burgers Is and it stuff. fuck? It's not. It's not. It's not. Well, I it's think definitely it's. not. Well, I've, yeah, I've not had as much experience with festivals as you have. Because I'm not really so diverse guy. now. I'm not really much of a festival guy, which is funny. When you say you're not much of a festival guy, I bet you've not been to a music festival. I don't think I have, but I've not had the interest to well, there either. you go. Yeah, but I've not had yeah, the interest. chips. I've had friends talk about it and I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, I've not had the well, interest. they've to some shit festivals. I don't know. Because every single one I've gone to, really varied food. Like one, proper nice. One of the weirdest things I've had, when I went to Harry Potter World, I had falafel for the first time. <laughs> falafel? Yeah. At Harry Potter World? Yeah. It's <laughs> really fucking good. The fuck? You're supposed to have butter beer, not fucking falafel. I did. I tried the butter beer ice cream. Didn't yeah, I? it's weird. It's like cream soda. Yeah, I don't like cream soda. Fucking yeah, don't not like cream it's soda. Like cream soda with froth. Yeah, I don't like it. It was ice cream, so I, I then I ate the cone. It was like, <laughs> the cone was the best yeah. bit. But the what did you think of falafel? It's really good. Really fucking good. Yeah, well, I'm not a fan of it. But at the, I can't remember, there was, I got, uh, it's probably just one of these like superstore wraps, like you just buy the meal deal. It was no meat in it, it was like a vegetable baked bit, not baked beans, but bean burrito kind of thing. It was so good. There was no meat in it, but still really fucking nice. So I could eat vegetarian food. You know what food. you need? Jesus. <laughs> no fucking. <laughs> okay. Sicilian cafe. Yeah, okay, we'll go to Sicilian cafe. Yeah, we will. you got to take me there, though. And you got to go to a music festival. I'd have... I'd, I'd, I'd more pre- I'm more happy to try it now than I was before. But it has to be with the right the people. Because I know a lot of people that will just go and probably just like, piss about and probably do drugs. I told you about these people. You need to stop hanging out with weirdos that don't want to go. I know people that go to music festivals, pay extortionate amounts for tickets, and just go for the vibe and don't even see the music. What's the fucking point? The vibe? That's yeah, the vibe. That sounds wasteful. You know, the feeling. Uh, oh, mate, you'd be surprised how many people do that. They just sit by the fucking bins and they're just getting wankered. What's the point? They don't even watch the music. I bet they don't even know who's on the bill. Probably not. Yeah, but for me, that wouldn't matter anyway because I don't really follow music. I don't really... Yeah, it doesn't matter. You like music. Yeah, I like If you music. look at a lineup and you see, like, oh, there's six people I want to see, you're going to go, oh, yeah, quality. Yeah, probably. I'd definitely do that. Yeah, and the food is a nice little addition to that. I'd be more excited about the food, to be honest. But yeah, I'd go. I'd happily go and experience it. Of course you do. You've got to do it. Like when I saw Ed Sheeran, I wasn't like, oh my God, Ed Sheeran. I was like, okay. Like, I, I like him. I like his music. I think it'd be interesting. And I was yeah, blown away watching by Watching Ed Sheeran, he's brilliant. But it was fucking extortion at ticket price. Yeah. it was. But at the, how he got in vibe with the like the audience was like, wow, he's really fucking... And this was also during the World Cup as well. So he popped off stage to fucking change to an S, uh, England show. So sorry, I'm out late. I was watching the game. And he carried on with the show. <laughs> and um, just the vibe he had with the like, people there. Such a big fucking audience. And he was saying... That is impressive that one guy can do that with just an acoustic guitar. That is impressive. And he was No sort of, band and stuff. He was telling some embarrassing stuff about himself when he was younger. And just like getting vibe. He got in... He said some really clever things. Like, um, you're people there that are... You don't, I'm not asking you to sing in tune with it. Just make some noise. Just get into it. Because there's nothing better than when I was there. My parents was in the background getting involved with me instead of just staying out of it. You don't have to sing in tune, but just sing and join in and just have fun because it's a good experience for you and like whoever you're with as well. It's like, 
It's actually really And you've paid about 200 fucking pounds to stand here as well. It wasn't 200. In for a penny and for a pound. I forgot how Milk much. Milk everything you I can. I think it was like 90 to 100. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous, mate. That also included the bus to see him as well. It's, it's a lot of money. And it I know is. music events can be a lot of money. I quite like Brixton or um, the one in Highbury. It's not the Relentless Garage anymore. I think did, it's just called The Garage. Did you do it in the end? Did You you were going to go to um, museums that were going to have like... Oh, we got fire festivaled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We signed up for a little festival and everything was shit. Was it not good then at all? Well, the one I wanted to go to was a DJ set in the Natural History Museum. I thought I was just going to be skanking around the bones. <laughs> like T-Rex and I'm just Probably two not. beers in my hand. Nah, we stood outside for about an hour in a queue. And something like 70% of the people didn't even get in. Oh. It was a rip-off. Then we went to some fucking chocolate museum and did some challenge. I've been to Cadbury's World. With, <laughs> it was a weird interactive experience. Like characters talking to you and shit. It was weird. It was, yeah. it was, I'm glad I did that. But it's not something I would have just signed up to. But you're glad you experienced it? Yeah, I did get a bit fire festival. I didn't pay like thousands and thousands and get on a fucking private plane like those people did. But no, it wasn't my fault. Fu- yeah, you got fucked over bad. I'm just not 20 quid out of pocket. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> but I recommended it to like three people and they came with me and it was shit. And so I had to explain myself <laughs> why I got into such a shit fucking event. That's, that's the more embarrassing thing. Yeah, like but it was so bad. People were posting on Twitter how bad it was. Like typing the second fire festival. Oh, it was bad. That's sad. It was bad. Yeah. So I know you two were like really pumped for that. Yeah, I was buzzing. I bought an entourage. Like I was really excited. I know you were saying I can't wait to like get up in in the fucking museum and shit. Yeah. Imagine oh, just being a bit pissed dancing around the dinosaur bones and stuff to a little DJ set. I doubt they'd tremendous. Really, I don't think they'd really trust people to do that kind of stuff, though. Yeah, but in my mind, that's what I wanted. <laughs> you, you were seeing fucking like Batman, I, I Batman and Robin. A, there's like a yoga thing at an aquarium as well. That sounds really ch- like calm. Like, you could do it. You know, obviously, they have the big tanks. Yeah, well, I hope so. Um, I think there's like a yoga class that you can do. I think it's in London, the London Aquarium. That sounds really chilled out, to be honest. It sounds quality. I don't even do yoga, but I'll pretend for an hour. I don't do yoga. I do just like stretches when I'm doing parkour stuff. Apart from that, I don't do stretch uh, yoga at all. But I, I try it. I try yoga. It's not for me. It's not like a class thing. But I know yoga can be actually like really fucking. If you're not used to it, it's really exhausting. It can be intense, depending on the style you do it, and it can be a bit weird. And it's you feel a bit vulnerable if you're in a group of people. Yeah, like like forgetting Sarah Marshall and he does the headstand. Yeah, just you, to, you can not... stick out. Oh, when I did it, it was at like a gym, and it was like say 80% of the people there are female you're looking at like out of that 80% most of them are women above the age of 50 and at the time I was like 17 hmm. which yeah. ain't a problem but if you're someone who's a bit shy and feels a bit self-conscious then it's probably not right for you I think you can do a lot on YouTube just set a nice space for yourself don't even need the mat just on a bit of carpet or something and just practice it and get into it see what you think one of the best bits is actually the meditation that's the best for me. You, anyone could stretch, but the guided meditation from someone who does it and has a good voice for it and has a good flow with it, that's really good. So I, I, I know I can do it at home, but I think I'd rather do it with somebody because then it's not it's not just me on my own. It's like a joint experience. Yeah, so you know what to do, I guess. Yeah. So but like, as an option, if someone wants to try it, like doing it at home is really good. It's, you just got to have a nice space to do it. If there's loads of shit going around you and a dog's barking, that sort of shit, then you ain't going to get a good vibe. No, on. it's not really easy. Like, I don't really like working out at home. I don't enjoy it. I can, I can kind of get into it downstairs, but I don't really enjoy it. I find it quite irritating. That's why I like going to the gym. It's an environment where I'm here, so I might as well get on with it. As a plus. Um, 
it's really nice. So when I go over the field to run, there's probably about 20 times more people than there is usually. It's quite nice. Bearing in mind we're all on isolation. People are exploring the world a little bit more, doing exercise that don't normally do exercise, get out with the dog, going for walks. That's quality. Yeah. That's really good. We've gone to over like all more of the fields near us, which I never knew was that. Like I knew it was there, but I never knew you. Had yeah, we've lived to. here for like twelve years, and you didn't even know that was here. But it's a really good field to go over. Well, I didn't know how many or how it stretched out and stuff. I didn't realize that. Nice quality. Yeah, like when we're going in the car, and we're going now. Off, you off, know, off to go see Gemma, and then you see all those fields and realize, oh, we're actually connected to them. I can actually walk across those if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's yeah. really good. I th- I do like the fact of walking because running. No, like balls of shit out of me I can't stand running I think it's really annoying like, I, I don't like getting on the treadmill I do it because it, it's good for me but I don't like doing it but when I've gone out for jobs you don't have to get on a treadmill yeah but I, for me it's the, it's the start but to me like if you're going to go to a gym if you're going to pay a membership to a gym and then go and stand on a treadmill you should have it, like it's summer at the moment it's yeah. gorgeous at the moment just do that out there no no but like for example if I'm on a treadmill it gets my body going, my heart pumping, my blood going ready. So yeah, I can do, I can, I can do the other stuff, like the weightlifting and that. Otherwise, it's harder for me. But now, because we're stuck at home, I can do some very light weights what I've got, but there's not a lot. If you get to a point where you're quite a comfortable runner, it becomes a really good practice to do. Well, I'm a bigger person. I'm always comfortable. But that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but like when you get good, like everyone, people who hate running are ones that don't do it or done it once and didn't like it because it was uncomfortable because it is uncomfortable yeah you kind of have to get into it more yeah but once you're into it and you're at a semi-decent level of it you start to feel quite good yeah it gets you out and if you're even like when I went for one in the rain last week so I wouldn't do that I just yeah wouldn't. like people would go oh, fucking running in the rain no chance but it's actually really nice there's no one around because it's raining it's peaceful as hell it's really nice like, like the people that go out, like running at night I yeah, I don't see the appeal I've of that. never really done that much. No, I, I wouldn't do that. I'm not a massive runner. But in the few weeks that we've been here, like I've been running with Rabin before, and that was, I hate running, but I was like, it's me doing it with Rabin, and I like doing, like, yeah, Rabin. Yeah, it's like the part of the community thing. Yeah, and like, if, and like, like a social bond, yeah. or like if you've got a group or a community, it's yeah. a really, you're, really you're, beneficial Do the stuff you have. don't like, because you're doing it with somebody else. Like when I started doing cardio stuff, fucking hate it, but because I was doing it with Rabin, I'd, I just dealt with it and gone with it. Yeah. And now I've gone over the field a few times during the isolation because it's, it's sometimes better to be running and do being outside more and like getting the like body going. And I've kind of enjoyed it, but I can't run for too long because I haven't got the stamina for it. I'm I'm good in short yeah, bursts. But that, yeah, but that that's kind of like you have to do it to get good at it. No, I know, I know. But I'm just saying I do it in short bursts. So sometimes I'm running for like. But you don't have to run to like. Oh, I've got to run for half an hour. No, no, I don't do you that. You could do. 60 seconds of jogging. Put a podcast on 60 seconds of jogging. Walk for 60 seconds. Yeah, I've, I've jogged for like a song or two. Slow down. And then when it, I'm fine. Because after about another minute, I'm fine to run again. For yeah, another, you like, just turn minutes. it in like an interval pace thing. Yeah. That is taking it at your own pace. Yeah, that's self-dictating. What, that's what I do. How long you can go for. That's what I do. Otherwise, I feel like I'm not getting the best out of this. Or I'm just... Or I'm rushing it and not getting what would be better for me. Like, physically and mentally. Just like, you're outside. It's nice. And the weather's nice. Just enjoy it. So I've kind of taken in running a little bit more, but I'm not crazy. During, during summer, it's a really cool thing to do. Yeah, but I can't stand the fucking heat. Fucking hate the heat. Yeah, you're probably not the best one to no. do the heat. But for me, I love getting out of the sun. Like, I did like a 10K in like the hottest day of the year last year. Yeah, I'm not, It was I ridiculous. I can't remember what it was. People, there was all that talk about um, fucking calf interior melting and stuff. I did a 10K on it. 
the heat doesn't bother me so much. I, I can't stand the heat. It drives me insane. I I but so say getting out and doing that is really good. Yeah, I, well, I'm more. Inc- I, I'll make myself get out so I'm out of this house because this house just gets way too hot. All UK houses are too hot during the summer because the yeah, way they're made. most of it in like mild or cold or no, rain. No, but it's also the way houses are made. Our houses are I made. I know, but it reflects nine to ten months of the year. The weather's deemed shit. Oh, so I love, houses I love are built towards that rather than being really good for the summer, which yeah. is like two months. And you see max. people with like air conditioning units when they've got the fucking hose pipe out the window and stuff like just getting the air in and out of the room. Like Marcy's got one of those and she said she'd like lend it to me. I'm like, it's a big fucking machine. I have to throw a hose out the fucking window to keep it cool. I'll just have a fan on and just sit there and just like lay in the cool air with something on Netflix or something just to chill out and try and... I guess it fits well with you because gyms are usually really refrigerated almost. Yeah, actually they're pretty good. They're very cold. And even the machines have like a little fan. Like after a while and you're like sweating, it doesn't do too much, but just that nice bit of cool air on you just helps. Because the side by things I can't stand, like when I'm doing, if I do like the cycling or I'm doing the treadmill, it's nice to have just the cool fan on my face and be like, okay, just like I have that cool air after I've been running or cycling for already like four minutes or so and I'm already sweating. You just up swimming or something. I do like swimming. I've got uh, me and my friend Danny are going to go swimming at some point, but uh, she doesn't want to go to like the summertime and then we're going to go swimming because I love swimming. Da, 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 da. It's summertime. No, I mean, when the things are open though. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I can't fucking go now, can I? But like, you, you could try and source like a swimming pool inside. For the rest of the year, because that's almost like a seasonal dependent one. I've gone swimming on my, uh, somewhat on my own before when it gets really boring. But again, going with somebody, it stretches out. It makes me want to be there longer. Like when you've gone with mates, you can go there for like half an hour to an hour. If I go on my yeah, own, yeah. So your reason for exercising is really reliant on having some sort of community support for it. No, no, because I've been to the gym multiple times on my own. I just like having it there. No, like the stuff you don't like doing. Oh yeah, but I like I like swimming, but it gets boring on your own in like five minutes. I like, I, yeah, I like the community aspect. What will you stop doing bombs and flips? Well, I've never done flips and bombs. It's sound like a kid. Oh, it gets boring after five minutes. No, no, just because you're going in fucking circles behind people. Like when you're doing like the yeah, if you're stuck behind Deirdre and she's fucking doing quarter of a mile. Yeah, but uh, that's yeah, what I mean. If you, when you're with your mates, you have it's a lot more fun. Like you'll gag around, joke around stuff. And like I've jumped off diving boards when I was a lot bigger as well. But I had fun because I had mates with me, and it was more enjoyable. I like being in like like with people doing stuff. I like going to the gym on my own at times because just like listening to music, just blaze for a workout and be like, okay, I feel a bit better now. Just because I find the gym very therapeutic. That's why I go. Yeah, it boosts cognition. Self well being is a massive portion of it. Yeah, at the moment, not I'm, even like to lose weight or to um, improve some sort of sporting performance. That, simply feeling good. That's why I went to and the gym. Cardiovascular activity generally creates that that beneficial feeling. Yeah. You feel better out of it. The endorphins get released. Yeah. yeah. You well, get some real positives from it. That's, when I first started going to the gym, it was to help. Because me and we both know, me and you both have like anger stuff. Me more than you, probably. But what, we both got anger issues. You'd admit that, I right? I would say I'm a psychopath, but... No, you're not a psychopath, but we've got, got a bit of a short fuse. Yeah, we get angry quite reasonably easily. And annoyed and frustrated. It's because I live with you, dickheads. Yeah, I know. But I'm, I live with you as well, so it works there. But we've, we have temp, we can get tempers. And going to the gym helps me deal with the aggression. That's why I first started going like four, five years ago. It's to help calm me down. And you learned that it's the bollocks. It is, it is good. I do like the gym a lot more than I thought I would. I went when I was like uh, 17, 18. That's the thing, like going to the gym is a lot more accessible now because they're so cheap, some of them. Oh yeah, I go to it the It used to be one. like health clubs or tiny shit little gyms. And health clubs used to charge like 60, 70 quid. And if you wanted to join when you're 17, like I did, 
a 60, 70 pound membership. And isn't it you couldn't do everything as well because you weren't old enough? Or was that 16? Yeah, some, I think that's 16 more. I don't know, it seems like every time I go to a commercial gym, there's people there that are younger and younger. Yeah. So the rules have obviously changed. When I, I was 17, it was, you, know, you can do everything because you're 17. Because when I, the first gym I went to was the Virgin Active one. But I only yeah. went for the freebie day. Because they said it was like contract six months or something. Yeah, and, and they tie and, you in and, and stuff. And I have 30 yeah. quid. I'm like, I'm not fucking going. But, but then you can go places for like 12 to 15 pound a month. I pay 18 quid for mine. And I have 24 hour access. Yeah. See, that's... that's really and I've cool. gone at like two, three o'clock in the morning before when I couldn't sleep. And it's yeah. just really helped. And it's like, there's like maybe one or two people there, if that. But I've... I went, yeah, usually like shift workers or people that have fucked up sleep like you. Yeah. Uh, but I went to the Virgin Active, did it with my friends. They signed up. They barely fucking went. And like wasted money for months because you can't drop out of the contract either, obviously. Yeah, they tie you in for... It depends who you go for, but like three, six, 12 months. Those were like, I think, six months. I know people that pay like 50 quid a month, minimum of 12 months, yeah. never go. A fr- That's You just piss that money away. A couple of my friends, they go to uh, a gym in town. That's over almost 40 quid a month and it's a contract. And I said, I'm not doing it. And say, yeah, but they've got these new machines and it's really nice. You can come with us. So, yeah, but I'm also paying over double what I'm doing now. For I'm a lock- machine. For a machine I'm locked into. You guys work constantly on rotating shifts. So I'm not always going to go with you. And this one's closer to my yeah, work. That's a potential negative of having that social side. If you've got a training partner that you're reliant on, okay, when they can do it. No, I'm not relying on anyone. Yeah, that's a negative of having a partnership like that. Yeah, but I if you've got someone that, that um, you meet three times a week and it's regular like clockwork and it's your thing and I think that's really cool. Yeah. If it becomes like, so for me, because I was trained to be a strength coach, whoever I went with, I'd spend most of my time answering their questions yeah. or coaching them and that sort of thing. So it's more of working then working out. Yeah, it wasn't a session for me. It was more like coaching session, which is good because it was like experience. But at the same time, if I'm there to train for me, but I'm answering all your questions and whatever or making sure you can do this properly before we start doing it. Yeah. It takes it away from the goal of, for, say for me personally, of doing that session. Because when, when I've gone with uh, Rabin and he's got different plans for because he's doing running and all kinds of stuff. You just join in? I join in, but then when he's doing the stuff I don't really agree with, I'll say, it's not really for me, but I'm going to go do this instead. Yeah, but I'll, I'll meet back up with you in five minutes because I don't want to ruin his... Or when I've gone jogging with him before, I've said, don't wait for me, you just go and do your free laps because otherwise it's going to yeah, fuck yeah. you up. I think that's a good thing because if you're asking someone to lower their level to that... Yeah, I'm not going to do that. You get less out of it. I've told If him, you outperform someone massively and you're performing at someone else's level, you... You know. Yeah. But he'd done three laps of a big field. I only did two. Yeah, and- I'd leave you for dead. Yeah, I said no. I told him. I told him, leave, <laughs> just leave me. I'll, I'll listen to music. You could be eaten by bears. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. I like bears. But yeah, but I don't. I don't have to go with people. But I just think it's a nice experience. Especially, I when think it's generally, you can't get many people that will say yeah, exercise is bad for you. You can't. It if you do it and you do it regularly. I, I know get, people are anxious about doing it, but it just. I think you can get addicted to it. Like people like yeah, do people. I think addicted is. A, Bit of a strong word. My my manager said when he was like in his twenties, he used to go before work, like whatever time in the morning, and ev and he'd do it every day of the week, maybe a day off, maybe two, and go in the evening as well. He didn't do a sports or anything. He just got really yeah, addicted to going. You can get lots of athletes who are in non-funded sports that do that. Yeah, but they yeah, yeah, but they're doing stuff. They they want to be athletes or something like that. But that's saying they compete in a sport, but it's not a professional sport. But they're still doing the same training schedule. Your manager was still doing the same thing, bar the sport. 
But if that's your thing, if that's what you're passionate about, why wouldn't you do that? If you really like doing that, in like after the fact, if you look back and go, oh, fucking, I'm not into that anymore. Why did I do that? Well, at the time, you was really passionate about that. It's like, well, if you're a musician, you spend 10 hours a day practicing, but then 10 years later, you stop playing that instrument or singing, I, and you go, oh, fuck that. I don't, well, his, his term, I don't think it was bad, but there's people that get addicted to it, and then they, they get self-conscious about their body. Because I've seen it when... Yeah, you like get that with everything. Like Carly was going through like a bunch of different uh, documentaries, and one of them was about guys that have like real self confidence issues. They're in really good form, and then like they get fake. Oh, implants. like a muscle dysmorphia, that yeah. kind of thing. And even though they're in really good shape, they still think they're fat and disgusting. And yeah, like, but that's not exercise that's done that. No, no, that's, that's their outlook of. Yeah, but it's still not healthy than being in that environment. If that's the way they're thinking, they should be maybe pulled out of that and do something different to change their mindset slightly. Like, yeah, but still... you could have someone who doesn't exercise and binge eats all the time. Again, it's not what you're doing. It's to the level that you're trying to do it. Well, That's not so. necessarily the problem. That's not exercise's fault. No, I'm saying That's it's exercise's fault. It's always outlook. the person. It's always the person's. Yeah, but how they're doing with like it. it's inherently a good thing. Our bodies are made to move. Yeah, we're built to be in motion, to express our potential. That's like end of. Mm, that I'm, is what I'm, we're supposed to do. That's fair. That is fair. But then I, I see, see people that go to the gym maybe like three times a day, every day. And I think you need to, it's it's judgmental of me, but to stop and like do something else. I like don't make that in your entire life if it's not like. Yeah, but you could say that about anything. You could say, oh, someone's playing games all day. Yeah, I, still don't, I still don't think that's healthy. Yeah, but it's, again, it's not exercise. It's someone's unhealthy, potentially unhealthy. That's quite a strong word. They've, it was actually, I think it was last year or the year before that, they led that video game addiction is connected to a sign of depression. That was actually... Yeah, social exclusion. Yeah. Again, it's probably not the game. It's the no, no, it's lack of community, yeah. social interaction, isolation. Yeah. They, yeah. They declined Spend a lot of depression. time out of the sun, low activity, like sedentary lifestyle. They're all factors for these things, but they're not, they're not the causer of it. No. But it leads, you can see a bigger thing from that one thing. Yeah, when the body moves less and it stays in stagnated positions, a state with low interaction, yeah, loads of shit can go wrong. Yeah, that's why when I'm, I'm feeling quite low, that's when I'm like, do you know, I need to go off for a walk. And when I've gone for a walk, sometimes I'm like, do you know what, I feel like going for a run or a workout. I know that's getting stuff going and I just start to think better and clearer. And like, oh, I'm yeah. starting to feel a lot better. Not 100%, but I feel better than though I did before. Yeah. But, I even... but when you're not used to doing it, if you exert yourself by a certain point, it can be a negative experience because you think, fuck, this is really hard. Because it's hard. Oh, no, I know. When you first start, depending on what level you pitch at, usually people struggle. No, I have done. There's multiple times when I've tried to push it too far and they're like, no, I've got... I, even I know I have to bring it down because I'm, I'm doing too much. Even though it's yeah. not a lot, it's a lot for me and I know that. Yeah, but it's inherently a good thing. Yeah. Like, I, I, just people, how they deal with stuff, I think, is, it can be unhealthy in a way. Yeah. You'd rather someone exercise than smoke. Yeah, exercise and smoke, or just like just don't, uh, just doing something too much is not good in my mind. Yeah, like even if you say like somebody... it's not it's not necessarily the poison; it's the it's the the amount of poison. Yeah, there's no such <laughs> thing as I once heard it was related to um, training load as an athlete. There's no such thing as a poison; only poisonous doses. But you could say like plutonium cyanide, but that's a bit of an extreme example the amount that they're doing you take something that's inherently good you talk about it's a lot like how footballers really push themselves way to like really rip their bodies to pieces doing what they do well if you look at being a full-time athlete like a marathon 
a marathon is not healthy. Yeah. Training for a marathon might be because you're in quite a good position and whatever. Like you're in a good shape, regular exercise. You know, your body's used to taking that stress. Yeah. To perform a marathon is not healthy. That as an act is not healthy for the human body. The ability to do that, I think, is, good. is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to actually perform that, like an ultra man- marathon, or getting into a boxing ring, getting fucked up for 15 rounds, or 12 rounds, sorry. Yeah. That is not inherently healthy. Or you'll say you'll say it's fucking rough. Yeah, but being in a position where you can exert your body to that level... Is it, is it quite impressive? Yeah. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. You're in... You, you're, um, you show a level of robustness. You, you're at a certain level to tolerate and produce expression of the body. Yeah, I could, I could see that, yeah. I, I like doing uh, parkour, but I don't push myself to the point where I'm going to like fucking collapse. No, it's it. recreation. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's enjoyable. It's not career points. Leisurely hobby. Yeah. I like doing it, but it's something that even like I've woken up the next day after training the night before and my stomach just fucking hurts and my back because I'm like, aching. And I'm like, fuck, this hurts. But I'm like, I still want to go back and do more. Yeah. That is the cost of physical activity. It causes stress and strain on the body, which you adapt from. It's if specific. you don't stress and strain, then you're probably not reaching yourself to a level where you're actually changing much. Yeah. Other than you're probably getting better at the skill itself. Yeah. Same when I'm doing cardio stuff and I can feel it in my stomach. Like, oh, that fucking, that is uncomfortable. But I know if it's That's uncomfortable. because you're eating too much katsu curry, then you go in the gym. That's not true. We go gym. You did go on a food tour with us and then go to the gym. Yeah, but that wasn't a katsu curry. Same thing, bro. And also, that was like, what, half an hour beforehand? I've had a tub of ice cream and then did parkour training like 30 minutes afterwards. Yeah, I wonder why your fucking stomach's killing you. Now, this is a different day. I must have didn't kill me that day. <laughs> that's fine. That's when I was in like probably one of my best conditions. Ice cream before training? Oh, no, no, no. I trained. <laughs> I trained, had food, then had ice cream, then went back to train. <laughs> Refuel. It was like a whole day of training. <laughs> yeah. I gave it a good while before I went back out because if I was going to feel sick, I was going to throw up. And, it's like... good to see you actually doing exercise because when you was growing up, you weren't into it at all. No. You was like, games didn't didn't move Do much. you know what the sad thing is? I didn't even hate PE. I just hate doing some of the sport with my class. Just in the terms of like, yeah. when we do, I like basketball. Kind of really... like the yoga thing, like the group you're doing it with. Yeah. I, I enjoy playing like basketball that. and at the end of every, like for the last for 10 minutes, they'd separate the like the gym area into like four places so people can play and just constantly the group whoever I'm in because they all do it would fucking argue like no you should have done that they should have done that it's like this isn't fun this this should be fun but yeah, it's not it's one of the things in PE that yeah you got one but when we teacher do... leading 30 people yeah you got at least fucking 10 or 12 and I don't want to be there yeah but the rare occasion... like I'm I was a sporty kid I didn't like PE no it's fucking crap. And I didn't really like rugby either. And you got football and you got like the people that obviously can't do the fucking Yeah, you've got like the members of the team. Yeah. And, and then there's just you. Yeah. yeah. But then when we play rounders, I remember this. Me. And... That's not physical education as such. Yeah. That's but... sport education. Participate in a lot of sports and hopefully you like them and carry on for the rest of your life. No, no. But I remember like there was a, like in my class, my class was like the middle class. Like we were average. But in my, in our class, we had me and most of my friends who were like the nerdier, like we're not athletic whatsoever. Then you've got the ones that are really athletic. They play football, like, during the lunchtime. They actually do football on weekends and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But then when we play rounders, I remember hearing a kid behind, like, we all... Because some of us, even though we're nerdy, like, one of my friends, Richard, was really fucking tall. He was, he was a bit chuck, he was a bit big. But when we played rounders, he could fucking smack stuff. Like, but at least none of us can do stuff, but we just don't like it as a fun activity. To be fair, you're being forced to do it. Yeah. But they can do the sports. And then when you they do well, I heard someone behind me go, oh, it looks like the rejects are fighting back. 
Like, yeah, but they're doing better than you are. One of them just got like a rounder when you can fucking do shit all and all, all you sport knots are around the field. You still can do better than he can. It's just you get people that's really arrogant with it that don't make it fun. And that's what's really shitty. Like, I, I've only been chosen first for like one sport ever at PE. And it was chess. Really... No, because one thing, you're better at chess than I am. <laughs> what, was, what was the sport? See, see if you can guess it. It's not like a football. Was it like water survival? No, it was volleyball. Volleyball? I don't yeah. even remember doing that. I was pretty good at like fucking first punch, Some fucking boom, reason. point landing. I remember doing GCCPE and obviously I was into PE. Yeah. But I had like rounders football. Yeah, we did that. Something else. I think it might have been gymnastics. And, uh, we did and, some gymnastics. Um, water survival. I yeah, we did water survival. Them. No, we did that as well. We didn't even do GCC. We did like the mandatory shit. We still had to do that. They're like, oh, bring some sports gear in. So obviously I bring in a thick trackie and a hoodie. Yeah. Like, this is the level below Parker Coat. Didn't realise what water survival was. Fucking idiot. <laughs> and then they fucking pushed me in and I just got to tread water. Mm. They just, we did normal swim stuff, just like swimming shorts, goggles if you got in, just like how to carry people to safety, just basic shit. But we, oh, us, weren't you I didn't get that. I literally got pushed in, like, stay there for 10 minutes and don't drown. Oh, we never had that. That was the, the brief, if you will. Oh, that's easy. I'm fat. So if I just lay back, I'll just float and I'm like, yeah. No, because I had to stay there. Like, you have to just like tread. Oh. You don't just get to fucking hover there in the water. Oh. Like a big float tank. No, you have to tread water. That was my brief. Oh, yeah. I thought it was like, oh, you save people. No. Just don't die. But in general, I the only thing I didn't like about it is just some of the sports we had to do. Like cricket, I didn't find that interesting. Oh, cricket shit, man. Cricket, I find really fucking dumb. Five days, you can still get a fucking draw for it. Rugby, Crap. I thought was, I think was pointless. Cause it was don't couple... mind rugby. thought it was good. It was freezing fucking cold. Yeah, but there's a couple of people in my class that are like, really into it. And there's most people that aren't really going to take it properly. And then there's just football, which is is no real point of playing because you've got the obvious ones that are going to do well and the ones that aren't going to do well. And rounders was where it was like fair. Like everyone had a chance of playing because it's rounders. So like you've got the kids that aren't really athletic, but they it's, can still fucking hit like far. bitch British baseball. Yeah. And like me being good at volleyball was surprising because that was the, the only sport where I ever got choked, picked first. I was like... It's really fucking weird. And then I got picked and got into my team. I was like, this doesn't feel natural. This doesn't feel natural whatsoever. <laughs> and obviously, I was one of the shortest ones, fattest. But I was one of the few that could literally stretch forward and touch my toes without bending my knees. And some people thought that was amazing. Was like, See, it's worrying that you've got people 16 can't touch their fucking toes. No, no, they can touch their toes, but they're athletic. And I'm like this fat shit that can just naturally do yeah, it. There's a lot that can't. Yeah, no, it's weird. Take, if you like sport or not, just the ability to bend down and touch your toes. Like, your body is not capable of doing that. I was able to do That's it. pretty fucking bad. But I think it's just, like, height and stuff like that just worked out well. Because it's weird that I can actually do that. Short ass. Yeah. I'm short ass. And as mum likes to point out, I've got fucking spady hands. So my fingers spady are long. hands. I've got, long, I've got quite long fingers. You have got quite long fingers. Yeah, that's what I mean. I didn't really notice until she fucking brought it up. I've got big long fingers, big fucking earlobes. I'm not doing well. <laughs> BFG. Yeah. <laughs> big fucking giant. Um, but yeah, like rounders, I was good. I enjoyed basketball. Football's all right, but then you've got the ones that can really play and it's like, I kind of don't want to redo That this. is a positive in PE. I think they go to the extreme with it and PE's probably changed like now since probably. probably it. But being exposed to different sports, I think is a good thing. Making someone do it for six to eight weeks or whatever, and they don't want to do it, is is a challenge of it. Right. But the fact that you've been exposed to half a dozen sports, so you have an inkling of what you like, I think that's that's probably good. That's that's probably a good thing. Yeah, there was a there was the rare occasions where 
I forgot what it was, but it was like, you've got the whole long length of the field, you've got the whole team, if they tap you with the ball, you're out. Sting the dweeb. I think that was it. Unless you, I was and the last. Someone fuzzes a fucking tennis ball at your head. I was literally the last one left, and I got down to the bottom and back up without any of them touching me. I was like, "Oh fuck, I gotta go again," and I'm already fucked. And yeah, then it's I like got a home run shuttle with people trying to fuck you up with a ball. Yeah, but it's it's not. If like... they hit you in the head, you get to sting them. They lay on the floor. Yeah, you but literally, the ball at the head. my whole team was out. It was just me left. I was like, I literally just made it, and I had to do it again. I was fucking tired. Like this is when ball. I was it's good sport. It's when I was really big. Not athletic whatsoever. My asthma was even worse. But I was still the last one left doing it. Well, like, you're like puffing as you're running. Oh, I should have done. <laughs> I literally made it down up and then I was like, oh, fuck, I've got to do it again. And then, yeah. Like the bleep test, I'm out in like the third bleep. Bleep <laughs> test was shit. I think if I did the bleep test now, I could definitely do better. See, but I give the bleep test to people. I, I can... And I, it's shit. I can do the bleep test probably a bit more... Definitely more than I can do, but not for very long because I can't do it for long doses of running. At least you're active now and you do a few different things now. Yeah. That's a good thing. But I would like to... Uh, you you wouldn't want to do it so you get your whole life and get out of school and go, fucking, what's this exercise and sport thing all about? No, I've, I I like the way I got into it. It's like more of a, uh, of a therapeutic way. I like that. And yeah. just through discovery. Yeah. Like yeah. just going with a mate, said, just come with me. And then I tried the gym like three days. They gave you free trial. I, I took I you to, to the it. first parkour class. Yeah, because you, you wanted to see the person that owned it and stuff. And then that's where I met Rabin and Tanda. And then I got into parkour. I was like, I want to do this. And it's just enjoyable. And that, that's when I got thinner. I'd been going to the gym and I could naturally do a lot of the things quite easily. And I just fell into it. It's oh. good that you've kept it up. Well, yeah, but I haven't done it probably for years. Yeah, I know. But at least you've kept up physical activity. Yeah. That was you, your intro as an adult into it. And you've kept that up in some way. I admit, my, not greatly for the last two years of uni, I didn't do very well with it. I barely did yeah, much. Yeah, but... I'm the same. But like when I, I do it for a job and I cannot train or do the gym for like a year because stuff gets in the way and it was it's normal. It was weird when I'd actually have like a reading week, I'd be like, so I feel like going to the gym today and I'd go to the gym like, I actually feel pretty good. But then when I go back to uni, I'm like, oh fuck, I don't want to go to the gym. Yeah. I'm exhausted and it just kind of ruins it because it's too much. It's normal. That's one of the challenges of trying to keep people healthy. Yeah. Is they've got so much stuff. And Imagine I've... if you're a business owner you have three kids uh, well, like you a, might have another job or something and uh, like managing that cooking for your family making sure there's food on the table getting up and out with people getting ready for school supporting a spouse like and having time to exercise well, it's tough it's fucking hard our brother-in-law started doing that he goes to the gym now but that's because Wayne he goes to the gym now who? Wayne our brother-in-law oh right he goes to the gym now he goes like after work and stuff which yeah. is like, that's become like a habitual, like a routine. Yeah, that's which is good. That's good for him. And I've even started going to the gym after work a couple of times because, like, yeah. if I go home, I'm not going to come back. So I, I want to just go and do it now, even though you can't do a crazy lot. Yeah, when you get back to the Hobbit hole, it's tough if you're going to go back up. Yeah, but I'm. I want to try some more physical stuff as well. I still want to go snowboarding. Yeah, we have got to do that. Yeah, snowboarding is a shit. You promised me that like eight years ago. Not that you're counting at all. No, no. You said uh, do you want, in, for your birthday at some point I'll take you snowboarding. I'm like, sweet. Yeah, yeah, we've got to do that. I really want to go snowboarding. Next February it is. Yeah, let's go snowboarding. Okay. I really want to try it so badly. Okay. If we're still doing this podcast. What do you mean if we're doing this the podcast? No, if we're still doing this podcast and you ask me the question and it's getting recorded, I'll be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's why I post stuff on Instagram when I go running now. So I'm like, I've posted it, I have to fucking do running. People have seen. Don't be a bitch. And then I'll get on with running and stuff. Yeah. Another social obligation sort yeah. of method of... But I, like, I kind of blackmail myself into like, now you have to do it. I'm like, fuck. And then I'll get on with it. Because yeah. there's times... That's a kind of form of like loss aversion. 
essentially like if let's say you get a free gym membership if you've paid a hundred pounds for it if you don't use it it's obviously gonna bug you more i've, I've done that when i was at uni like i was like I'll, I'll go at some point this week and i've done it for like weeks to like a couple of months i was like i've wasted that money but now i feel like over that time now i've made that money back in a way where i keep going mm. so I don't if something's great. valued more or a bigger loss to you 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 probably likely to do it more yeah well, it's like, the thing is, like, you can go for a day session, that's like six quid. But my gym's 18 quid just for 24 hours every month. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so if I go three times a month. To be fair, you've got the um, same hours as Batman, so 24 hours is probably a good thing for you. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, so I'm happy I've gone into more fitness, especially this year. I've gotten, I've like buckled down with it a lot more. I, st- I started going back. Yeah, late like, last when you year. get better, it feeds that. I can get. So I when you said the word addicted. I understand the use of the word because you crave it. When you feel good about it or you do well, you get better. There is almost like a feeling where it draws you in and it makes you want to do it and you feel you need it. Yeah. But it's an inherently good habit to do. Yeah. I admit that. It's not like smoking or getting pistols on. Yeah. But I I barely drink. I get drunk maybe once a year, if that, two, twice a year. That usually depends if there's like an occasion or something. I don't aim to do it. It just happens like it is. Yeah, as you get older, you don't do it as much. No, because it's it's more money. Obviously, my in-laws are fucking Newcastle, so. Yeah, but that's different though. It's, it's, you just, you just kind of have, because our family's never been much of a drinking family. Like Christmas, we don't get pissed. Yeah, not really. Because when I hear my friends say, It's more of a kids thing. Like, oh, all the kids are around, celebrate with the kids and presents and shit. Yeah, but even now, like when I used to go out to my usual bar and then I talk to my friends and say, yeah, we're going to have, we'll have a drink tomorrow. Like me and my dad and my mum will just get pissed watching TV. I'm like, we don't really do that. No, we've, we've never, never really done, done it. That. We've been quite tamed as a family. No. People will have drinks, but we don't get, we ain't missing to get shit faced. No. Yeah, obviously I lived up north for three years. It's more of a social thing. Yeah. Whereas down here, we've got more of a like a binge drink culture, it seems. Yeah. Like when we do it, we fucking do it too much. I think I saw... In short bursts. Whereas like, up north, it's just like, oh yeah, just drinking is a social thing, just a regular thing they do. I think I saw it last year, it said that the UK is like one of the worst places for drinking as well. In what sense? Like the amount, I think over the amount of alcohol we consume or like it's over... I don't, I don't know, it says something like we're the worst country for drinking. Yeah, but pub culture is a massive thing to us, wasn't it? Yeah, I know, but you've got like bars in America, you've got different, you've got Ireland that likes pubs and known for drinking, same as Scotland. What probably helps them out to a certain sense is the drinking age. Whereas young people, when they turn 18, like, oh, I love getting drunk. Whereas there, the law's a bit do you delayed. Know, do you know what time places close in Ireland? What do you mean? Like bars? Yeah. See if you notice. Probably fucking don't. Oh, 6am? No. We've uh, a friend of mine. To be fair, if they're a massive drinking country, they might. It'd be like Australia. They're quite strict with it. Uh, my friend, who's from Ireland, she told me she was so surprised that we closed our bars at like three, four o'clock in the morning because they closed theirs like maybe twelve. Yeah. She okay. was blown away by that, and I was like, "Oh, really?" Because sometimes, the... yeah, in Australia, they're quite big on it. Yeah, it's like places you can't buy a certain amount all at once, and you don't have pints. Apparently, I think you have schooners. You got and... set meetings like here. You can't have a, a snake bite. Which is a uh, like a, a cider and black currant and like another alcoholic drink yeah. mixed together. You can buy them separately, but you can't have them together. It's illegal. But then you go to other countries like France and you can drink wine when they're like six, seven years old just at dinner and stuff. It's like 16 and stuff as well. Yeah, that was really weird. When I went snowboarding, so in this country, particularly young girls, if you look older with makeup and you dress a certain way, you look older. Yeah. What was really weird when I went snowboarding is because it's a 16 age limit, you could theoretically have someone who's even younger than that who looks 16, mm. which is really weird. It just depends how it works. Like here, 
very weird. For example, here you can uh, drink, have sex, and all that when you're about eighteen. But was it? You know, you can smoke when you're sixteen, but you can't buy cigarettes until you're eighteen. Yeah, so you're not allowed to buy for anyone underage, but you're not allowed to buy it when you're not of a certain age. Yeah. So you're allowed to smoke. So essentially, if you're going to do it, you've got to get it from someone who's going to buy it for you. And yeah. And I I can't remember what weird. I think a comedian said this joke was like you can join the army at sixteen, but you can't watch porn until you're eighteen. So you can die for your country, but you yeah, can't yeah, watch yeah, sex, yeah. <laughs> which yeah, I found quite. Yeah. That is weird, but funny at the same time. It is strange. Yeah. It is strange. And then you see, like, in America, they can't drink till they're 21, that you can, they're allowed to drive at 17. No, 16. 16. We drive at 17, which I found very surprising. Like, you're letting kids drive to and from school, which mostly the point they're going to be... Have seen their driving test as well? It's very easy, isn't it? Or very yeah, simple. Yeah, you just drive between cones on a, like a, there's like a path with cones and you just follow the path. And, and you can get it a lot at the school. Make sure you stay in there. Don't fucking knock any cones down and you pass. And you can have the schools help teach you and like different things like that. Yeah, it's Here, to their it's all independent. A friend of mine who um, uh, we went to uni with, his name's Colin, he does music and stuff. He's from, uh, fuck, I can't remember where he's from now. But he's from Europe and he said driving lessons are like really fucking expensive where he's from. Like really expensive. He told me, it was like, fucking hell, that's even worse than here. Because here it's like 20 something quid an hour. There it's like, I think I think he said 30 or 40 quid like converted. That's a shit ton to pay for, for lessons. But I don't know how the test system works though. But it's like very expensive where he is. And he's, but his family's quite well off. I often see him on Instagram like fucking BMWs and eating fancy fucking dinners. It depends on where you live, like you can get away with not doing it. So you, if you live in, when I've gone Amsterdam, it seems that when you look at the proportion of people that do it, they don't, drive whereas everyone rides bikes and yeah. when you sit it's really weird when you're walking down the canals it's not like there's barriers and stuff between the canal and where you're parked you literally could have like half a yard between your wheel and plummeting into the um canal plummeting is probably the wrong word dropping dropping into the canal there's no barriers there's no and we've had barricade the, and there's that like near our story years ago of a guy that accidentally reversed into the fucking canal i'm fucking surprised i remember seeing the car like seeing the cranes and that they were trying to lift it out yeah like where you park you, you almost like parallel park like you park here and then it's really helps for an audio canal. podcast <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> I know but like I said half a yard and you could be in the canal yeah and you only need one wheel to come off and you go oh fuck that whole thing's tipping yeah but it's they, we, me and my mates from college were watching the video and there's this guy that tries to help but he jumps onto the car and as he lands on the car it pushes it further in the car like the, into the fucking canal. Why the fuck would you jump on the car? I don't know. <laughs> but there's already a guy in the water helping the bloke out. Anyway, Amsterdam's the shit. It's a really cool place that it's it's like um very cultural during the day. And I want to try the and bakeries. And then it transforms in the evening. Isn't and it, then transforms back. Isn't it shit expensive for like alcohol? Uh, like alcohol's quite expensive there, more than you think. I don't really remember. Yeah, yeah, sorry, no, it is. Like a half a Heineken, which is what they drink all the time, is like seven euros for like half a pint. So it's quite expensive. But then you go, it's the same with everywhere. There's a sliding scale. You go to like a small shitty bar, you can get like five shots for 12, 15 euros, which is still and what is it relatively that, steep, but it's, it's not that And what bad. is it that Jack says? I think say it always goes for chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles is, is strange to get your head around, but it's... I'd have to give it a try. Like yeah, food, nice. I'm very open to really trying nice. food. They have like chocolate waffles or Nutella waffles and pancakes till late in the night as well. So if you go out at three in the morning, like here it'll be like kebabs, burgers and chips and shit. There it'll be like you could buy like a chocolate cone waffle with marshmallows on it and stuff. It's, it's, it's way cool. Better. It's a really cool place. <laughs> really cool. I'd, I'd like to do that. Yeah, sick. Well, here's a question. You've, you've travelled more than I have. Where in the world do you still want to travel to? Fuck. 
everywhere, man. Because I already know where I want to travel to. I've got like not co- roughly my obviously top Japan. Three Japan is my t- one number one. Yeah, we was meant to go there last month, but obviously shit went down. Yeah, shit went down. Shit went down. So um, I go back to Thailand again. Uh, I want to do Vietnam, Cambodia. Want to do Japan, Hong Kong, because obviously mostly Asia though. Yeah, I I'm really fascinated with Asia because it's incredibly uh, incredibly diverse. Mm. It's really cool. Other places not so interested as such, like Asia as a whole. Like I'm fascinated by most of it. Would you um, go to Russia? Yeah, I've heard St. Petersburg is the shit, but it's really good. I've heard, I had a guy who was in my class at college once. He said he opened his window. He lived in Russia. He said he opened his window once, looked out, and it was just a fucking seal in his garden. A seal. Yeah, <laughs> just like yeah, just what he does. Like that was a seal with it. As in an R R. Yeah, <laughs> like an honest, just a seal in his garden. He's like. Okay, and just got on with the rest of his fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> like if we had that, I'd be like, ah, nice. And then just keep it on. Like you go to California, you've got mountain lions and shit, and bears in your garden yeah. in certain regions. Crazy bastards. Yeah, the worst, worst we got is foxes. Yeah, little fuckers. Yeah. But yeah, I I want to go to Japan. That's in my top. That's number one. I 100% would... get it, because you're into games and anime. And, anime, and the Japanese culture is just really... I like how respectful they are. I think it's really good really cool and yeah, really, I was really interested I feel bad now because I was supposed to do Mario Kart doing sumo wrestling and then obviously it all kicked off hmm. and then it's definitely one I'm still going to do I I'm might, not going to just not do it I want to also go to I want to go to Canada I'd love yep, to visit Canada that, yeah. that'd be really cool and then I want to go to America because I've still never been to America I'd like to visit uh, New York San Francisco Chicago I'd be very interested in San Francisco, San Francisco I've always is- wanted to do New Orleans New Orleans. What did I say? New Orleans. You can say it either way, I think. I say it like an American, New Orleans. I just say New Orleans. New Orleans, whatever. Yeah. Um, For the food and the culture, like you've got that. Is this because like, you've been French watching Chef? District. No, no, it's always really interesting me. No, fair. I've, I've been watching uh, one of Marvel's TV series. It's not like part of the Netflix, like another one, but that's set in New Orleans. And like I never knew much about it, but it's like voodoo country and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, this is actually a lot interesting than what I thought it was. But I'd like to go there. I'd like to go to Florida. But I know those are expensive things. But I know San Francisco is really expensive as well. But I still like to visit San Francisco. Yeah. I, well, San Francisco looks really cool. Yeah, I'm not that fussed about Vegas or anything like that. I think I'd like to go Yeah, I don't to... think inherently I'm more of a Vegas person. It doesn't really... I don't gamble. No, neither. not sound like a boring bastard, but... I've, just I've not been to a casino, really but I've been me. to like those uh, betting places with the machines before in college. Like me and my mates. It's hardly the fucking same, is it? No, no, I know it's not the, the same. The Tangiers and... But I'm saying... I can't, I Bellagio can't... and a fucking Betfred. Yeah, but I don't have the money to go to like a big casino and go, oh, here's like 50 quid on this. I don't have the money to do that. Yeah. Like, I've, I've gone with mates like betting like a quid like every few days, maybe a quid here, two quid there on the machine and see what we won. And then like I went with a friend and we had two quid in there and we weren't going to drop out until we made 20. We got to 18 and then we lost it all. And then one day I went, I had a pound left to last me the rest of the day. I was like, right, I can either get food or a drink today. Nice. And then at that time before I had to go to college, I was like, do you want to try my luck? Went to the shop, won five times in a row, made another fiver. I was like, there you go, I can get both. And I was like, I won a fiver, that's enough, and fucking left. I don't you live to. a very, very exciting life. They should do a biopic about you. Be really fun. Started with a quid, won a fiver. Yeah, but it wasn't like one once won a fiver. I won like four or five games in a row and won that fiver by spreading out my money and playing more odds. It's a fiver. 
Yeah, but that five is good when I don't have any it's money. Nice to spin the yarn about earning another four fucking quid. Yeah, but it means I no no I made a fiver. I made a fiver on top of that pound. If you'd like put a fucking forty match aki on and you won loads and loads of money, I'd be like, yeah, cool. I've Tell wa- the story. I've watched them make. Fucking win... you won four quid, mate, out of five games. I've That's wa- less than a quid a game. I've watched them mate win five pound scratch cards five times in the same day. I'm not sure I believe you. I did, and then my friend was like, oh, "I'm going to do that," and he lost twenty five quid. <laughs> <laughs> 25 quid because he kept doing card. scratch cards yeah that I've done scratch cards but like a pound and there was once in one day I it was like 70 quid but from two scratch cards like paid pound for each of them obviously some of the time and then it tended it, she actually didn't read it properly thick fucker it was like 74 quid we won and since then I'm like nah I spunked all my luck I was with a friend, he thought he won 400 quid. I was like, oh no, it's only 40 quid. And got really sad. Didn't see the decimal point. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it was still covered up a little bit. Yeah. But he was in, he's like, oh. And I said, if you didn't see that, you would have been still stoked about that 40 quid. Yeah, but I was still more stoked about the 400 quid. <laughs> like, most probably. But you only paid a pound. So it'd be good if you want to put that either way. Gambling don't really do it for me. No, I can get what I've never learned card it. games either. I like that. Poker and shit. I want to learn poker. I think poker would be fun to learn. Rummy, I can play, but no one plays fucking. Rummy anymore. No, we only played with Nan. That was when we were younger. Yeah. No one Pretty sure she fucking cheated as well. I don't think she did. I think you just shit, Rummy. I like like Blackjack, though. She takes it serious. Blackjack, I think, I did do backgammon. My mate Martin was showing me, him and his dad, because his dad's from Hong Kong, was showing me Mahjong. Oh, I'd love to learn Mahjong. It's... You know what? The clacking of it. Yeah. The sound of it is... um, Satisfying. I would say satisfying, so irritating. <laughs> but yeah, I can see why people are into it. I was into backgammon for a while, but like yeah, gambling in general. Played that with Granddad. Yeah, it's a good game. It's chess, it, like, is the closest I've come to. Oh, you were good games. at chess. I was quite good. You're actually good at a lot of things. You were good at. You're pretty good at darts. You were good at chess. I don't think I'm good at darts. When I was younger, I think because we did it a lot. Yeah, yeah you were, you were good, good at darts. You were pretty good at um, pool or snooker. I, I wasn't. I'm fucking revolting. Oh, I'm really shit. I did over yeah, no, I'm not good. You're just shit. I am shit. But there is one time where if you lost to me, it's quite embarrassing. Yeah. And I beat if my you beat f- me, it's like beating champ. Kind of, yeah. So I beat my friend. I said, if you want, I won't tell anyone, but you have to buy me a muffin. And then as I walked home, I was like, victory muffin. It was just a happy night. Cause if you want to avoid the shame, buy me something. Well, yeah, because he was working behind the bar and they started selling muffins at the time. I said, if you let me have a muffin, I won't tell anyone. And I walked home just like fucking proud as anything. And I beat my friend. It's who's small at... things that give pleasure, in it? Yeah, and I beat my friend who's really fucking good at it, and I'm really bad. Can't and... be that fucking good if you beat him. I... It's once. I've only won one game of FIFA before in my life. It's embarrassing. Exactly. Like people beat me like eight nil, but I still beat one so person. I'm not super competitive. I think off this, I'm you can be. Like you were super younger. Competitive. You were younger. When I was younger. Yeah. I'm not really that bored. No, I, I after realizing how shit I am at things, I'm like, I don't really care. As long as I'm enjoying it, I don't care. Like I've, if I was to beat you at a game you play all the time, you should be fucking embarrassed on that. Yeah, you could say that. If I've never even picked it up, and I'm beating you. That's <laughs> shit. Yeah, but if it's like Tekken, like we played for years, I played more than you. Hey, I'm the shit at Tekken. Yeah, no, but it's one of those games I don't play it all the time. But I don't care if I lose that to you. Cause... Yeah, that's that's not what I said though. If you take something you do all the time, and I was to beat you at it, picking it up for the first time, it's not that'd be embarrassing. Yeah, but it's not a game I play all the time. I swap. Yeah, between I know, games but constantly. I'm just using that as an example. Yeah, I, I get what you mean, but I can't. I don't think you can really do that to me because there's nothing I play all the time. 
And there's certain games that you can be really good at or really shit at. Like, if I was better at creating media... Yeah, but that's, for me, that's the outlook. It, sound, it sounds really stupid when I say it like that, but sometimes... It does. Somebody... Like, if, you're caught, if you do creative stuff quite often, you're usually stuck in a certain way you think. And then when you have somebody that doesn't do it, they might have an outlook you've never thought about before and it just fucking goes past you more than you do. Yeah, but like, there's a lot in that, like working the software and that sort of thing. If you rocked up to my work and wrote a program for a rehab case better than mine, I'd be like, fuck. Okay. Yeah, I can get what you mean. Like, if, for example, like one day you started playing guitar and you couldn't do something and then I started playing it and I did it way better than you could. Like yeah, something, like something that. of that yeah. sort of thing. Okay, I get it. Like, when we went... Like you came to a parkour session with me one night because you had like I think you had an easy day or something, and you started doing front flips and stuff. And you did them really easy, but it didn't bother me as much. Is because yeah, but I'm more athletic and did gymnastics as a kid. And that's yeah, what I teach physical movement. Yeah, so that's so didn't... I should probably pick them up quite quickly. Yeah, and you did gymnastics when you were a lot younger, and you used to do just like front flips and back flips at school. Like because I've seen you before with your mates just randomly doing them. Like you a naturally sporty and athletic person, so it didn't bother me when you were doing it because I was quite new to like this kind of world, I'd say. Especially parkour, I know fuck all about parkour apart from what you see in films. So that didn't bother me at all. But like I say, if I'm doing parkour two more years, like another two years down the line, and I you're still doing better stuff that I still find difficult, I would get annoyed by it definitely. <laughs> yeah. In two years, I would love to beat you at something like that. Yeah, I'd be really fucking frustrated. <laughs> I bet. Where you are now compared to where you were, what you wanted to do when you was at school, is it any different? No. Because like when I was at school, it's embarrassing. I wanted to be a chef. That's why I took catering, business studies. Because I wanted to do cooking, and then doing catering. Simply hearing that you wanted to be a chef and what I've experienced of you, culinary wise, I would not fucking think that. Yeah, I wanted to be a chef. And I was Until best. recently, you've cooked jack shit. Yeah, no. I just wouldn't think that. No, no, I wanted to be a chef when I was at school. Because uh, I, lo- I love food, and I just, I don't know why. Just, ca- like, cooking seemed really cool to me. I'd love to do that as a job. But as I was doing it, like, some of the people on my in my class, and, like, you just see some of the teachers talk about, like, what people get into. And even my friend now, who does, who did cooking for, like, restaurants and stuff, it just sounds like it's such it's such an angry fucking thing to do, like constantly being annoyed, frustrated. It looks tough. Stressful, drinking. When you see TV programs about it, yeah, the hours, the pressure, it looks really tough. Yeah, it looks really hard. Yeah, I don't. That's what kind of put me off as well. Just, I think it's amazing when you see what they produce and when you taste really good food. Not that I've tasted Michelin star stuff, but I've yeah. tasted some pretty good food. The ability to do that and create that, I think, is amazing. I've got a lot of respect for that creation. I follow Gordon Ramsay. It looks like fucking horrid. Yeah. Like people shouting at you, screaming, angry, at you, telling you it's shit. Yeah. Do it again. Only people get drunk because a lot of out, like uh, alcoholics because of the job is really stressful and stuff. Yeah, I bet. Like running a whole fucking kitchen and making food proper. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So yeah. to me, it was like, yeah, I don't really want to fucking do this as a job. I'd, no. I'd, like, the job that I actually wanted when I was say, I don't know, let's put a number on it, fifteen. I'm doing the job I wanted. That's good. You made your thing come true. Yeah. Yeah, but you worked hard for it. You didn't just get it. You didn't just like be handed it. You worked really hard no, for no, where I you were. No, no, I do like fucking endless internships. And... Yeah, you worked really hard for where you were. You should be very proud yeah. of that. Thank you very much. Yeah. I still can't see you as a chef, though. No, no. I'm, I can't believe you've actually said that. Yeah, because I, I originally wanted to be a chef. I remember Granted asking me that like, years ago. I would have thought ago. you were a game designer. 
yeah, but I can't do jack shit with game design. I don't know coding. I don't. I wanted when I was at college and I was on my final year. My thought was either being an editor or doing animation. And one of my teachers told me, unless you know coding or you can draw, animation is not really going to turn out too well for you. I was like, right, I'll look towards editing. And then I didn't get into my uni choices, which was really a low point for me. And then I had a year of not doing anything. And then I went to MCM, like Comic-Con, that year when I got when I was currently working at where I am now, first time I, when I first joined there. And I met, uh, there was a random store from my university. And I started talking to the person and they're saying, yeah, they got this course and this course. I went, yeah, but I don't have like my English GCSE. And she says, they don't always consider if you have an English GCSE. If they know you're into it or you can do it, they're more inclined to take you on. And that's when I started looking into it. I told dad about it. He did not believe I'd actually go to the opening days for it or take on the course. And I asked him to come with me. Yeah, we was all a bit um, shocked that you even considered uni because you fucking hated school and you didn't seem to like college. Oh no, I liked college. I liked college quite a fair bit, actually. We were surprised by that. I just... My, because my, I, my route was like, you have to go to uni to do this job. Yeah. But with you, it was like, we thought you'd do something like... IT animation based. or IT because you've always been good with it. Yeah, we always thought that. Like just work with computers and stuff. We were fucking like surprised when we found out you wanted to go uni. From us, yeah, that's that's understandable. But I, because when I went to college, until you mentioned media, I never thought about it. I did creative stuff, but I did that just on my own, just uploaded stuff. I never thought about it as a course because they don't do media at our, at our school when we were there. So it would never like IT. Yeah, like I, yeah, IT was like website design. We didn't was... even do economics. No, I didn't even do business. No, well, I, I enjoyed business studies quite a lot. I actually, my teacher said quite nice things about me, which I was It's surprised. weird where you end up, though, because it's like, I took two creative GCSEs. Yeah, you did drama as well as I did. did drama and music. Yeah. But you still like music as a hobby. So yeah, I, yeah, I like music now. Like drama, I fucking love drama. Yeah. I feel sick. I like I liked seeing plays and stuff. I find that really interesting. Like, I, even though I don't, I've only just recently started cooking properly in the last few weeks, I actually really like cooking. I just don't like cooking for other people. Fair enough. Mostly for the reason that if I fuck up, that's somebody else's dinner gone. Wasted. Or if I don't cook it good enough, they've had a shit dinner. And it, it just it bothers me a lot. I don't like letting people down in food-wise. Yeah, but you can be your own guinea pig now. Yeah, yeah. If, if I cook for myself, I don't give a shit. If I fuck up, I will still eat it and still be happy or satisfied with it. But if I'm cooking it's always a good thing to have like, if you can cook. Yeah, let's say, for example, I was cooking for all of us tonight and I fucked it up. I've wasted everyone's dinner. And it's kind of a lot more pressure and stress than I don't want to be yeah, blamed for. Yeah, I don't want to be blamed and have to fuck up everyone's meal for the night so that's why I don't like cooking for other people yeah in our family as well we've ripped the fuck out of you for it yeah constantly <laughs> constantly <laughs> it'd be a Domino's wouldn't it mm, I like Domino's I haven't had, actually I've, this whole lockdown I've not had a single takeaway we've had a few pizza yeah I keep nothing boxes. else just pizza to be honest overrated it, it comes purely from laziness. You always feel like shit after eating. I really like Domino's. I miss the experience of going out, like the food tour thing. I miss going to restaurants. I the do. experience of it, but uh, yeah, I always feel like shit after fucking takeaways. Well, I'm, I'm, well, one thing I've been missing the most is uh, my katsu curries. I've not been able to have any of them. And then you I made was... it for yourself, which was good. I was impressed with that. Yeah, like, I was like, this is actually not bad. I'm quite happy with myself. I genuinely thought you was gonna fuck that up so bad. Me too, actually. And then I walked in and you asked me to check it and I was like, this is actually a really good attempt. Yeah, the chicken was a bit too soft though. It needed to be a bit more. No, I thought that was good like that. No, the, no, like eating it, it was too soft. It needed a bit more firmer. It's a thin line because it would have been too dry. Yeah, yeah, I know that, but this, this is where I've like... You'll be rocking the Massaman from scratch soon. 
I wouldn't mind learning how to make a mess around. It's quite easy. With those kits you get in, um, so it's pretty easy to do now. Yeah. It's more accessible than it's ever been, especially with YouTube and stuff. Yeah. But I want to I wanna make a lasagna. I've been talking to our um, auntie about it, and she's been giving me advice on like what to do and how to do and stuff. The old lasagna? Yeah, I'd like to try making lasagna. Spaghetti bolognese is easy. Yeah, but I, since... Because of how often we had lasagna when we were younger, I can't fucking stand lasagna that much. It bothers me a lot. Which well, strange, because we always had stir fry as well. Yeah. But you like that? Yeah, I like stir fry, but it's like... I've always... Bolognese has always been like... I'll have it, but I'm not stoked to have it. Except for if it's Dad's. And Dad's Tagotelli Bolognese, I'm like, oh, fucking hell, I can't wait for that shit. But like, just general Bolognese, I'm like, yes, it's nice. Uh, Ones we get like in the microwave, like, yeah, it's all right. It's it's, it's, I'll eat it, but I'm not like excited about it. Like you said, I'll get you a Katsukaris, and I'm like, fucking yes, let's go, doggy dog. I'm really excited for it. Or a pie mash. I don't care. Yeah, pie mash is the shit, man. Yeah, I don't care about Bolognese as much. It really doesn't weigh on me too good. I'm, I'm, I want to try making a lasagna and I'd be happy if you want to show me how to make a Massaman or a Thai curry yeah those kits make it easy you just follow the instructions yeah I've never done it from scratch the only thing I do from scratch really certain oriental dishes like stir fries um, ramen with a steak and a couple of Italian things but I don't know like proper curries and stuff I just make shit up really my best probably is um, teriyaki and toasted sesame glazing over uh, salmon what's just the oil and stuff that I've seen that in the kitchen uh, it's like a sauce oh. like you drench it in it you soak it in it marinate and then I do it in the pan yeah and it creates like a thick glazing over it it's that's probably my best dish see because Rabin's said if you want come over if you can come over one evening and I'll show you a bunch of cooking stuff and my friend Curtis he does a lot of cooking of like more English dishes and I'd happily go over his and he'd show me some stuff it's a good thing to learn, man. Yeah, I'd like to. I think cooking cooking's quite actually nice, relaxing. Again, it's just, it can be if you've got loads of people around, fucking getting on your nerves. It's a really stressful thing to do when people like just doing it around you. They're trying to cook their stuff at the same time. Yeah, like or we, someone's talking to you. Like we've been doing it recently up. because we have our dinner roughly around the same time. Because the later I have my dinner, that means it's less likely for me to snack. I don't like having it before like six yeah. o'clock. And me. you don't get up till about three o'clock. Is that true? You know it's true. It's two o'clock. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. Still One day in. it was five o'clock, which even I, I could I like, not do that. I could not sleep in later than say half eight, and even then I've probably been awake for an hour and just been rolling around. My friend's boyfriend, she said he's been waking up from about five or six o'clock and then going to like whatever o'clock in the morning and then goes back to bed and he's still pants seriously fucked. And like, I can't do that. I do not want to fucking do that. The one time I was woke up at five, I was like, I cannot fucking wake up at five every day. I can't do this. The day's just gone, and I can't be up all literally all night long because I'm just so awake. I can't do it; it's too much. But on my list, Bolin, um, lasagna is on my list to do next in the next week or two. Lasagna is quite a good basic thing to learn. Yeah, I would like to learn that because I think that's a couple of meals a day as well, especially with now. I do miss like some of the real easy stuff that's not proper cooking, like fish finger sandwiches. That's why I get a fillet fish from McDonald's because that's what it is. It's literally a fish finger burger. It's not the same though, man. Fish fingers. It is literally a fish finger. In a bun with the special sauce and stuff. Yeah, but that's what I, I like. Prefer it. making the fish finger sandwich. It's fair. Right, here's a question: What do you look forward to doing the most after lockdown? Because I've kind of, I think I already know mine. Is in everyday stuff or like big events? Just or... what you're looking forward to when things go a bit more back to normal. Because I'm me. I've talked to one of my best friends, and we're just excited to go back to our local Weber Springs to sit there and have a drink and just have a chat. Um, I'm really excited 
to have like a restaurant experience, and not even a fancy one. Literally sitting in somewhere having some food, like in Nando's or yeah, food tours. Um, seeing friends, like going out for a drink, not even necessarily for a drink, just meeting up with them. In no, we don't really drink. We just go out and have like a fucking glass of Pepsi and just chill out and just chat. It's it's nice to get out of the house. Yeah, and the social, social. Thing. I know you can do calls and stuff, but but the big thing is like. The same. experience going out and having like dinner with some mates yeah like, that is what i'm buzzing for food tour yeah like that's something i'm mostly looking for just going out and being social again because i'm kind of sick being stuck in the house even if i go for walks and talk to people it's not the same no nah, man it never will be it was just meeting up with a mate and going <laughs> to like a uh, cost of like an hour or two is better than just being stuck at home all day fucking yeah. mind-numbing this has been good though yeah i feel like i've learned a lot about me oh thank you I feel like you're judging me more than ever. <laughs> Only on the sleep things is weird. Yeah. And I most surprised you about the food thing. Yeah, that you wanted to be a chef. There's no fucking way I'd guess that. Like, you did not cook, like, an aversion to it yeah. until recently. Yeah. So there's no way I'd think you'd want to be a fucking chef. I know. <laughs> it's scary, isn't it? I used to watch a fair amount of cooking programs and, like, people online do cooking stuff as well. Like, there's no easier time to learn it, man. Yeah, no. I'm thinking, Especially in isolation, you've got fuck all else to do. I think I've almost cooked every day for like two weeks now. Almost. Now it's time to just mix it up. Yeah, but I've I've got can't some... be fucking stir fry every night. No, but I. It's good for me to practice and know when to stop or what how well I want the chicken and like what vegetables I do want with it, how much of it, and like quantity control. Because I just get those bag of vegetables, but I put too much in, and this is some stuff I've realised I don't want in there anymore, or I'm cooking the chicken for way too long or not long enough. And I'm second guessing myself half the time, but then I'm like, another yeah, step or take the same concepts like a stir fryer, different meats, different veg selections, different types of noodle. Yeah, that's a real easy win. I would it's like the to, same dish like to try different, kinds of different ways of doing it. I would like to try different kinds of noodles. I would like that. And I've udon, tried, I think you like udon. And I've swapped it up because of what's been available, different sizes of chicken breast to see what it's like. It sounds like something stupid, but the quantities and like how much I'm cutting down and using as well, I found that kind of interesting. Oh, like um. Kind of not rationing, like budgeting it. A little bit, yeah. Because then you've got the f- massive chicken breast, like that one in there. But when you've got the finished strips, you'd be like maybe two for this one, three for the next one. Or just uh, like cut it smaller, cut it bigger, like quality and quantity control of how much I'm eating in with Because before I was just having like very little chicken with too many noodles. And even I know it's not that good. Or too much vegetable, which is kind of smothering it. And it's like loads of shit. That's something I think that will change what you do because I've seen you eat more meat usually you're just like a noodle or a rice and a I like sides and no but, fucking meat whatsoever but, now that you're cooking for yourself you realise it will correct you back to having a more of a proper portion yeah, of more meat. meat yeah although when I get like a an Indian... when you serve something you're just giving it and you haven't had to do anything for it you just eat whatever the fuck but when I get like an Indian takeaway I don't get meat I just have like a yeah what like getting a Chinese is like rice, chips, potato for you. No, it's not. That's that's more Indian. This it's I get like chicken balls and stuff like that. Chicken balls are different kinds of chicken. When it's Indian, I get if it's the um Indian nights, I get it sweet Bombay aloo. And that's fucking like, Yeah, you get so like nice. potato, poppadom, fucking naan bread. I don't rice, get poppadom and, and naan bread. There's it's, no meat, there's there's nothing to it's it. It's rice, potatoes and chips. You paid like thirteen quid for like fucking that. Oh, that's less than that. That's in that. Yeah, but you get what I mean. You're yeah. paying for potatoes Actually, and you're rice. probably right. It's about fucking British. Yeah, like that's fucking stupid. That, that's what I like. And I can eat an Indian and not feel f- and not feel like sick or too filled up. With a Chinese... Yeah, you ain't eating anything. It's just fucking air. Yeah, no, but when I eat a Chinese, even if I don't eat that many chicken balls, I feel filled up and a bit sick. When I do it with Indian, it's fine. 
I don't know why Chinese just fills me up a lot more. And funny, you're hungry really soon. The place we get our Chinese from is actually next to where I used to work. So when I wanted to go for dinner on with a friend, I go, let's go get some noodles. And literally go next door, get a chow mein, and just sit back down at a table with my beer. Chow mein, man. Yeah, I'm... I miss having diverse food. That's yeah. what going out for the experiences will be a good thing to get back to. Yeah, I miss it. I'm I don't pay apart. I'm, I'm go like Wagamama. Yeah, I want to go Wagamama get the katsu curry again. From get there. some Thai food and shit. Yeah, I miss one of the best katsu curries I've had. Japan Center, one of the best I've ever had. So fucking good. That's it. Uh... So you're a connoisseur of certain things, isn't you? Yeah. Like I love barbecue sauce. Yeah, you love barbecue sauce. I love. You sauce. love the sauce. But I've had katsu curry from. Um, there's the one like in town, which is like a local one. That's nice. That's more of a stew. Yo sushi, I go the most, and they know me in there, so it's like a nice environment. Um, Japan Center, I have it when I go to like MCM, and uh, was it you just said what what place? Uh, Wagamama. Wagamama. I've had the one at Wagamama as well. I've had one at like some other places. So far, my top of Yo sushi Japan Center. Katsu. Fucking love katsu curry. I understand having a dish that you, it's not your favorite, but as long as you're not excluding everything else. No, no, I'll try it from local. Like I, local. I love different styles. I probably had like 50 different types of barbecue sauce. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to try different kinds of sauces and stuff, like Thai curry. I'm happy to try Thai curry, but curries aren't usually my thing, but I'll try it. You go Massa Man next time, bro. Yeah, I'll go Massa Wait, I've had Massa Man. Oh, yeah, you did. No, yeah, Red Thai. Red Thai, I'll try. Red. And then if, uh, like I've been having, I've tried korma with when I've been doing my food as well. Like mixing up the sauce. I've got, a chick, I think, a chicken tikka one in the cupboard as well. I want to try. So I never have chicken tikka. Let's see if I can get to that a bit more. A bit more of a spicy kick. It's exciting. I remember when I first started learning how to cook. And I'm not great at cooking. No, you're good at cooking. I can do a bit. Your cooking smells fucking gorgeous. Oh, this has been good though. I've learned a lot about you. Yeah. Thank you, brother. All right. So this is the end of our first episode. We'll see what we have, how far we go with it. Like in terms of it's going to be weekly, two weeks or how we do it. We'll talk about that later. I might run out of shit to say. I doubt that. We're in isolation, so it's not exactly very exciting. Yeah, but even if we do it like every two weeks or so, it's better than doing it, not doing it at all. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So that's the end of this. And we'll see you next time. See you later. Bye.